0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Ramadan Mubarak to you and yours. This Ramadan, as we all gather to share a meal with our loved ones, we need to remember those in Gaza who are also gathering to share a meal with so many who aren't there that were just there a year ago. Since October the 7th, the Human Development Fund has assisted over 200,000 people in Gaza, providing them with essential aid such as food baskets, water, hot meals, winter items, shelter, hygiene kits, and baby formula. Your generous contributions are making a significant impact, especially in Rafah. Let's sustain this momentum and continue providing crucial support during this sacred and blessed month. Please visit hdfund.org alam that's hdfund.org slash Qalam, Q-A-L-A-M to learn more about our global reach this Ramadan and choose where you'd like to direct your support during this blessed month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month a time of mercy, solace, acceptance, and triumph for the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And may Allah continue to use all of us as a means and never replace us. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshaAllah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqa jariyya. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q A L A M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are, inshallah, bidnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be. Your sadaqah Jariya for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu Khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala Alihi wa salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah for uh, some of the folks that might be visiting us um, for the first time. uh, During the month of Ramadan, uh, during Salat al-Taraweeh, after eight raka'at, we usually have a session uh, where we have some reflections from the Qur'an, from the Book of Allah. So inshallah, that's what we're going to be having now. Uh, Folks that are inshallah, you know, uh, done with prayer or Um, are looking to inshallah socialize. Uh, We request that they inshallah exit out from the uh, prayer area so that we can have the session. So this entire month we've been covering, we've been going through a series, Paths to Peace, where we are talking about the verses of the Qur'an that talk about the concept of peace and tranquility. And we reflect on how we can attain some of that tranquility and serenity within our own lives. Tonight we're going to talk about a verse of the Qur'an that is very foundational to this topic. And that is the verse from Surah al Surah number 13, ayah number 28. This is a verse that folks have heard about many times before. But we're gonna take a few minutes to really appreciate and understand what Allah is teaching us here in this verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ الْقُلُوبُ The translation of which is that those people who have believed and the people whose hearts find peace, contentment, tranquility, serenity, calmness in the remembrance of God indeed know that it is only and solely through the remembrance of Allah, that the hearts can actually sustainably find peace and tranquility. So there's a few things here. First and foremost is to understand and appreciate exactly what Allah is saying. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that obviously the prerequisite to all of this is faith, belief, iman, to believe in Allah. But once we have believed in Allah, then we require something more to be able to experience the sweetness of that faith. To be able to reap the fruits and the rewards of that faith and belief. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, that benefit, that reward, those fruits that we're trying to reap, that is the peace and the tranquility. The peace of mind, the tranquility of the hearts, the serenity of the soul the calmness of the self that the human being is this very frantic creature by nature allah tells us in the quran al insana haluan that the human being is a very finicky nervous anxious creature and allah tells us about what some of that nervousness and That that, that nervousness and anxiousness of the human being, the restlessness of this creature, what does that look like? If something bad happens, then this creature freaks out and needs someone or something to blame. Something bad happened, immediately I need to find somebody that I can go and I can pick a fight with. Immediately. If something good happens, something good occurs, Then this creature wants to basically hoard all of it as if there's no more good left in the entire universe. This is the only moment where something good will ever happen and ever occur. So I need to hoard it, I need to claim it, and I need to take all of it for myself. And that's just a small preview of what this human being's nature is like. This creature, if left to his or her own vices, this is what that creature will become. This is what we will become. (laughs) خُلِقَ <laughs> الْإِنسَانُ Weak, frail. Allah tells us, وَخُلِقَ <laughs> الْإِنسَانُ uh, Hasty, impatient, nervous all the time. ظَلُومًا <laughs> Ignorant, belligerent, mean, angry. That if this human being is completely left on its own, this is what the human being could become. But... How do we change the course of that? What changes the course of that, and Imam al-Razi taala, explains this under the tafsir of this verse, that this nervous, anxious creature, it needs to connect with something that is calm, that is serene, that is tranquil. And peaceful, and merciful, and noble, and benevolent, and kind, and generous, and stable, and consistent, and that is the divine. That is Allah. All those attributes I just listed in English, those directly translate over to the attributes of Allah that we've learned since we were children. Al Rahman, Al Rahim, Al Karim, Al Ghani, Al Al Mumit, Al Hayy Qayyum. That that is who matin jalali wal ikram. So this creature needs to attach to something that will feed it that tranquility and stability. And that's what Allah is telling us here. That yes, we've believed, and that is the greatest blessing, to know who Allah is. But now we have to make an effort to actually connect to Allah. And that's what Allah is saying. That that will only come through the remembrance of Allah. And what is the remembrance of Allah? So there's, many, there's so much commentary, there are so many comments in regards to what is meant here specifically by the remembrance of Allah. Many of the companions of the Prophet said, it is the Qur'an. It is the Qur'an. That the Qur'an has, it's, it's the kalam of Allah, it's the speech of God Himself that it will feed us that tranquility and serenity. And that's why we find that, you know, no matter what situation we're in, in life, when you hear the Qur'an being recited, you can't help but just stop and listen for a moment. No matter what else is going on around you, and the Qur'an is being recited, it, gi- it gives you this sense of peace and comfort and tranquility. It, ca- it, it causes you to stop and slow down for a little bit and that's the power of the Qur'an. That unless and until we connect with the Qur'an, we read the Qur'an, we listen to the Qur'an, we reflect on the Qur'an, we study the Qur'an, unless and until we do that, we'll never truly be able to find that peace. And that's why the month of Ramadan is so remarkable. It's not some random coincidence, it's not some accident. Every single person feels more at peace during the month of Ramadan. It's not a coincidence, it's not an accident. Right? But that's because of the Qur'an. But then what we just have to remember, we have to remember what that felt like. We have to remember what that sense was. So that when the month of Ramadan is over, we don't just disconnect from the Qur'an. But we stay connected to it. Allah, And then Allah emphasizes it, only, because the first part of the ayah said, you will find peace and tranquility through the remembrance of Allah. But then when I hear that, someone might think, okay, one of the things that gives me peace and tranquility is a rem- remembrance of Allah. So then Allah says, No, no, no. It's only and solely through the remembrance of Allah do you find peace and tranquility. And what's also included within the remembrance of Allah here as the Mufassirun ibn Kathir rahmahullah ta'ala and others mentioned, it's also to have the, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on our tongues and in our lives throughout the day. When we wake up in the morning, the Prophet the first thing he would say, Alhamdulillah, alladhi ahyani بعدما amatani, That all praise is due to Allah, the one who gave me life after taking my soul away from my body at night. Before he ate or drank anything, bismillah. Whenever he was done eating or drinking anything, alhamdulillah. When he left his home, bismillah. Went out with the name of Allah. When he came back into his home, he once again entered with the name of Allah. Before going in the restroom, Allahumma, he would say the dua, the supplication. When he exited the restroom, Ghufranak, he would seek the forgiveness of Allah. الله الله that's why he was always engaged with the remembrance of Allah. So having the name of Allah on our tongue. And that's why it's a part of our culture. And that, that's one of the things, the remnants of some of the Islamic culture, if you will, the Islamic tradition that we still find, you know, in society, is that, you know, the expression, something uh, remarkable happens and we say, subhanAllah something good alhamdulillah you see something good MashaAllah. astaghfirullah inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah allahu akbar right that because that's a remembrance of allah and that tells you actually now unfortunately it's become largely just kind of a cliche An expression, we just say we don't understand the meaning and the purpose behind it. But the meaning and the purpose originally behind it is that no matter what emotion you are feeling, whatever emotion you are expressing, express it through the remembrance of Allah. Because Allah is always on our mind and Allah is always in our hearts. And that's where that peace and tranquility comes from. That the companions of the Prophet and we talked about it earlier this month, they can be in the battlefield, being faced down by an enemy that's trying to kill them and eradicate them and massacre them. But they remember Allah, they make dua to Allah, they say the remembrance of Allah. They recite the verses of the Qur'an and they can remain peaceful and tranquil even in the middle of battle. And we are nervous and anxious and worried and disturbed and unable to focus even when we're in the, in the masjid on an odd night in the month of Ramadan, in the middle of the night with the lights turned down, and the recitation playing very loudly, and we can be sitting right in the middle of that, and I still am just nervous and anxious. And they could be peaceful and calm and tranquil in the middle of a battlefield. Because we might be going through the motions, but we're lacking that real remembrance of Allah. Our heart isn't connected. That's what we're seeking, that's what we're trying to achieve and accomplish. And the last thing that I'll mention here is that a little bit of, this is a little bit of a technical nerdy grammar point. Um, I'll try not to be too nerdy, but stay with me. In the Arabic language, you have past tense verbs and present tense verbs. The present tense verb has the meaning in the Arabic language of something happening over over and 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 over again wa And what's remarkable is in this verse, Allah talks about peace and tranquility twice. And both times Allah uses the present tense verb because what He's saying is that this peace and tranquility will continue to increase in your life. It's not one station, it's not one place, it's an upward trajectory. And the longer you stay connected to the Qur'an, the longer you maintain this regimen and practice of keeping the name of Allah on your tongue, and you make time every single day to remember Allah, to pray to Allah, your peace and tranquility, your serenity, will continue to increase and grow. To the point where you become this beacon of peace and tranquility. That's who the Prophet was. The sahaba, the people of that time, would walk into his company and immediately feel the tranquility and the calmness wash over them. And that's why they gravitated towards him. Because they found peace and comfort in his company. And that's what we can achieve. And it's very simple, it's very easy. It's just implementing the remembrance of Allah in our daily lives. It's having a little bit of Qur'an every single day in our lives. And that's why on a practical level, if I may, a suggestion is that incorporate something very minimal but very consistently in your life. This is the time, this next week, this is the time to really think it through, think about it, make a commitment and then have the conviction that I'm going to maintain this after the month of Ramadan. From the very first day, even on the day of Eid, amidst all the eating and the partying and all of that, I'm going to have my five minutes or ten minutes where I listen to the recitation of the Qur'an, where I just open up and read from the translation of the Qur'an, and I will have my five, ten minutes where I sit and I do the remembrance of Allah. And if we do that, if we can realize that, we can achieve that consistently, We won't recognize ourselves when we look in the mirror. The peacefulness and the tranquility that we will have achieved through that, it's it's what made the early Muslims the envy of great civilizations. The greatest civilizations at that time, they envied these people. That they just seemed to have some kind of secret. And this was their secret. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all peace and tranquility. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to remain connected to the remembrance of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our hearts with the remembrance of Allah and with the Qur'an. Ameen ya Alameen.